on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank road. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? I forgot what you're listening to. What are we listening to today? We got Real AF, we got MFCEO. Old J. Oh, Real AF today? What is up, guys? You're listening to the show for the realness, say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society, and welcome to motherfucking reality. Uh, I couldn't remember what the fuck I was recording there because we've been recording so much of both shows. Uh, The MFCEO project is coming back. We are banking episodes right now. It's really, really, really exciting, and I'm excited to bring it to you all. Uh, With that being said, today is... Uh, Q and AF. That's where you submit the questions, and you br- and uh, I bring the answers. Where can they submit the questions, DJ? Guys, as always, email those questions into askandy at andyforsella Also, you could drop your questions underneath the uh, YouTube episodes of Q and AF. Uh, we're doing these on YouTube now, not just on audio platforms. So, uh, so yeah. Ask, ask your questions. They could be about anything. It could be about personal development, how to win, build a business, what's going on in life, how to handle life shit, uh, what's going on in the world. Your questions could be about anything, and then we'll answer them. Uh, other times you tune in, we'll have CTI. That's Cruise the Internet. That's uh, our news, current events type show. We put up headlines on the screen. We talk about them. We laugh about them. We talk about what the actual problems are and how we can be as solutions to those problems. Uh, other times we have Real Talk. Real Talk is five to 20 minutes of just real talk that I think needs to be heard. And then we have full length and full length. Uh, we're going to get back into pretty hardcore this year uh, with a number of guests and we're just filling out the schedule right now. So with that being said, there is a fee for the show. When I say pay the fee, uh, that's just me share the show. Okay, you'll notice I don't run ads on the show. Uh, I don't take money from people. I could make eight figures based off upon where the show falls in the rankings. Um, I don't do that because I don't want to be held beholden to people outside of the show for the shit that I say. And I want you to trust that the shit that I say is things that I actually believe in and stand on myself. It's not marketing bullshit. So in exchange for that, I just ask that you share the show. All right. So what's up? What's going on, brother? Oh, not much. Dude, you know what's weird? So these past couple of days, I have been having higher than normal uh, instances of like deja vu. Oh, really? Yeah, I, and like because you're you're like my my sensei. What what's your what's your take on deja vu? Like legitimately, bro. Like like you know I don't know. There's man. mixed result, Like there's mixed reviews out there. Yeah, I'm not sure what I think of that, but I mean it's definitely a real thing. I get it all the time. Yeah, almost like you this you've played this part out before in in you know in your life. Like I mean like dude, it's like it's I'm almost wearing like the same shit. Like I'm with the same fuck. Like it's it's deja vu like crazy. Yeah, it's almost like you're getting like a a flash of the future. Yeah. And it is weird. Dude, I talked to, I was talking to uh, Brad from Arsenal and he was like, he thinks that like deja vu is like a near, like, like that's like you're, you have died in your past life at this time. I'm like, well, fuck, bro. I don't want to think about it like that. Like, that's some weird shit. I like to think of it like maybe this is where I'm supposed to be. Like, maybe it's the universe like giving me the glimpse of like, yeah, like th- you're doing the right shit. You're where you're supposed to be. I don't know, man. I just, I, yeah, I don't know. Either. It's weird. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think a lot of I think a lot of what we understand or what we think to be true is only bits and pieces of the available data that's to us. I think that um, you know, I think our government and the world governments hide a lot of truth about human history uh that would allow us to sort of figure out what it is. And I think they hide these things uh intentionally 
so that we never truly discover how powerful we are as individuals and then also collectively you know like it's interesting i was thinking about this and i typed about this a while back you know how when you watch the media right like everybody's like well yeah the media is bullshit okay and then you watch what they say about certain things and you're, you you we're almost to the point now where we believe you know what they say the actual opposite of it is ends up being more mm-hmm. true and you know it's interesting because they don't what do they say about god doesn't exist. what do they say about prayer right they say it's bullshit doesn't right. exist you know and like when they're lying to us about everything you know that to me is an indication that maybe they're afraid that people are going to figure that out uh because it actually does work and i know and, I, and you guys who have listened to me for a long time know that i know it fucking works um it's not a, it's not a debate for me i know it it's and you couldn't convince me otherwise i've seen it work in front of my face multiple times um in huge ways and i think that you know this goes this is all linked together i think you know this is why they don't tell us what they know about prehistory okay mm-hmm. they they classify documents they classify truth they classify known realities about the history of people and don't fucking tell people and I think, you know, I think the sole reason that they don't is because, dude, they want, they, this is no different than the thousands, thousands and thousands of years of history before this time where you had a small peer, a small group of powerful, wealthy people that ruled over everybody else. And we just don't see it that way anymore because we feel like that's not the case. But if you really break it down and you look at it um, from a 10,000 foot view, I mean, it's really the same framework that's always existed. There's fucking poor people and then there's wealthy elite people. Yeah. And then amongst the poor people, there's people who have done, you know, okay, better than other poor people, but they're relatively compared to these people, these people are fucking dirt poor. Right. Right. And it's like, how well can you play the game? The better you'll do in life. Yeah. But the thing is, is like the, the game for the poor people, the, the, the peasants, which is us is not we're we're only allowed to really go so far with it. Mm. And so like dude, you know, these these things all lead into, you know, my critical brain of trying to figure out, you know, what is actually true and what's not true and what I choose to believe is true and what I think really is true and I believe this is that human beings are far more powerful than people could ever comprehend. I think we as individuals have abilities mentally that people do not truly comprehend what it is that we can create with our own mind um things that we can do things that we can create things that we can achieve uh the power of prayer the power of visualization the power of manifestation all of these things are things that are like if you believe in them and talk about them like they're real people question you and look at you funny but the reality is is if you actually practice them the proper way there is no denying that these things are real. Like I could give you story after story after story after story and people think, you know, they think I, it's like a bullshit story or something, right? Oh, I've seen some of that shit. Yeah, I've I know. a lot of that shit. Yeah, but bro, I, I, I know that. But the point is, is you can't get people to believe it so they never fucking practice it. So when they don't practice it, they never experience it. And if they never experience it, then it doesn't exist. Yeah. And that's the fucking trick that they play on us. So I think it's important for people to consider the fact that maybe we've been lied to about a whole lot of things and that maybe we as individuals and collectively, if we got together, could do a lot more things than what we're doing now on this earth.
So, that's a fucking fact. Yeah, I, yeah. I, bro, you couldn't convince me otherwise. Yeah, so, that's real, man. I, so I don't know deja vu, bro. I don't know like exactly what that is, but I what I do know is that there's a whole lot we don't know. Mm. Yeah, that's real, man. Well, let's uh, let's talk about some shit you do know. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give it my best. Yeah, let's get into this, man. Uh, got some good ones for you guys, Andy. Question number one. Andy, you talk about success zombies, uh, and I've come to the realization that that's what I am. I have all these things that I want to accomplish, but I have nothing much to show for it. What I'm wondering is, now that I've come to that realization and awareness, is there any hope for me to change? Or is it like, is awareness alone it? And I'd like to believe that there is, but it just feels kind of hopeless lately. I've been working on cutting out necessary distractions, but now I'm just feeling alone. Any advice on this? Well, for those of you that don't know what success zombies are, you know, this is something I've talked about from the MF CEO project days the first time, and it's a very real phenomenon. Okay. And we see it across the spectrum of people who succeed uh, or who don't succeed, who pursue success. Okay. They belong to every single coaching group. They consume every single person's podcast. They read every single fucking book. They go to every single seminar. They go to every single event. You see these people all across the spectrum and they do all this shit and nothing ever changes in their life. Those are the people who are success zombies. They never cross the chasm from analyzing and learning to actually doing. And that's the most important journey that you're going to take as an entrepreneur. You can learn all the things that you want. You can consume all of the podcasts you want. You can watch all the Tony Robbins shit you want. You can go to every single fucking entrepreneur coaching group out there uh, and, and sit in there for a year and hear all the shit, right? But if you don't ever jump from the learning and consuming and analyzing and thinking to the doing, nothing's ever going to materialize. And unfortunately, a lot of people get their dopamine hit by thinking about what it is they're going to do versus actually doing the thing that they want to do. And so it's very important that you recognize, and I think the awareness of this individual is commendable because he or she understands that, okay, now I, am, I have been one of these people and now you want to change. And the reason that you're a little hopeless and feel alone is because you're realizing that you have wasted time and opportunity and now you're a little anxious because you're like, fuck, all right, I'm going to have to go out and actually try to swim. And bro, that's a good thing. It's not something to be upset about. Like breaking free of this mentality of, you know, constant learning, constant. They can be no different. This is no different than the self-victimization culture thing that we have going on in our, yeah. in our culture, right? People get into the victim culture and they identify themselves as a victim and then they consume all the different fucking therapy content all fucking day. And they're all they're focused on is their own victim status, and they start to make their identity that. And if the, all they're doing is consuming the, the the different information about the the depression or the anxiety or whatever it is they're going through, they're never allowed to grow out of that phase, which is the phase of like actually overcoming what it is that you're suffering with. Okay, and we see this across many different spectrums when it comes to groups or tribes or you know, just segments of, you know, what we, what we see in society, bro. And people want to be a part of something and not necessarily actually solve the problem that they, that they need to solve because then that forces them sort of out of the group that they found so much comfort in. Right. right? right. 
Right. Like when you're in a victim group and everybody else is a victim, everybody's understanding of your victimhood. But once you try to grow out of that and you try to like move past and become a healthy functioning human being, you know, they, these people don't like that. Right. right. And, and by the way, if you notice none of these like therapy, like fucking culture centers, you know, do they ever really promote people out of it? The goal is to stay in it. Yeah. Keep you there. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, dude, it's a, it's, it, you know, we see this in success culture too, with the entrepreneur culture, like, bro, like there's so many people coaching now that just aren't qualified to fucking coach, bro. That's just the fact of the matter. And that pisses people off when I say that, but it's the fucking truth. If they haven't built real shit, how the fuck can they actually coach you through the process of building real shit? Mm -hmm. If they're real coaches, they'd be coaching you. No, I'm just saying, like that's, <laughs> it, it may, and so bro, like it's predatory. There's yeah. just a lot of things on the internet that, you know, are, are, the goal is not to ever like help the person the goal is to keep them in the ecosystem so they continue to be milked and made money off of. You, you think, not to cut you off, you think there's always going to be a market for that though? Well, until people get smart enough to fucking understand like that, you know, you only need so much information before you go out and actually do the thing that you're trying to do. You know, like when you're a success zombie and you're consuming 15 different podcasts and fucking you're in four different groups and you go to 10 events a year and you do all this shit, bro you're wasting your fucking life. Like in this, and I have entrepreneurship group. I have fucking, I do speak, I do these things. And, but like when I see the same fucking person at 15 different events that I do across the year and nothing's ever changing for them, this person doesn't really truly want to go out and go swim on their own. Yeah. And so, you know, this person you're talking about, I think it's a good thing they're becoming aware. And I think the anxious, the anxious and the weirdness that they feel is just them becoming aware. And you're going to have to jump in the pool and start fucking swimming. It means you're going to have to build something. Seth Godin talks about it. He talks about if you're not shipping a product, you're not doing anything. Hmm. Okay. And he doesn't mean shipping a product. He means, you know, creating a product, you know, shipping a product, doing something. That's his way of saying it. Like mm -hmm. you need to ship a product. That's his way of saying you need to go fucking do it. Yeah. Right. It has to be something that physically exists. Yeah. No, no, that's not what he's saying. What he's saying is go do it. Ship your product. That means go fucking build something. Go be a part of something. Go do something. Stop consuming information just mindlessly because you think you need to know one more little data point or one more thing. You know, and that's the danger. When I was growing up, you know, we didn't have the amount of information available. And so we get this situation where you know, there was only so much information back then. So I had to go do shit. But now there's so much information that like sometimes people have a problem removing themselves from drinking from the fire hose, right? Oh, well, Andy said this. Well, Gary said that. And Ed said this. And we're all saying different shit and people get confused. Bro, listen, that's because there's 50 fucking thousand ways to get this shit done. Okay. And it doesn't matter this person's way or my way or that person's way. You, if you're listening and you heard, you just heard three different fucking ways to do the same thing and you just chose not to do it. So until you, until you start to choose to do these things, nothing's going to change in your life. And I think it's commendable that you've actually woken the fuck up and said, man, this is what I've been doing. Yeah, absolutely. Time to change it. Would, would you say that that's probably one of the most rewarding things though, right? Like like in, in Arte, for example, when you got guys that come to you and you may have seen them, you know, a couple of events, a couple of years in a row, but now they're coming back. Like, bro, I just went from 
you know, hundred hundred thousand dollars in sales to fifteen million in sales or yeah. whatever that like I mean Yeah, it's awesome. But that the thing is those people never leave the group because then mm-hmm. they they realize that I'm here to serve the group now. Right. Right. I'm right. here to teach. I'm here to help. I'm here to bring other people up. That's the purpose of our group. Yeah. You know, it's not just some dude ranting on about fucking bullshit. Right. Like this is uh, you this is this is a real group of real entrepreneurs that actually lift and help and contribute to each other's success. And so, yeah, it's super rewarding. But what's even more rewarding than that is when I see people who have actually gone through the journey and built fucking amazing shit helping someone else along the journey. Mm, right? That's real. That's so, real, man. There's a lot to it, dude. But at the end of the day, you've got to cross that chasm, bro. You've got, you've got to ship something. You've got to do something. You've got to build something. You've got to get in the fucking game. And if you don't get in the fucking game, you can expect to fucking continue to be exactly where you are or worse. Those are your options. Get in the game or fucking get worse. That is it. So my advice would be to be brave, get in the fucking game. It's not, un- it's, it's, it's not comfortable at first, but here's the reality. It was not comfortable for me. It wasn't comfortable for anybody that you look up to. It wasn't comfortable for anybody that you see doing great shit. You see Joe Rogan doing great shit. I guarantee you it's not comfortable for him all the time. You see fucking David Goggins doing great shit. Dude's uncomfortable a lot. All these dudes that you admire, these people are, are fucking... They have trained themselves to be courageous and comfortable being uncomfortable, okay? And that's where you need to get to. And so stop waiting for more information. Stop waiting for more fucking data points and start fucking executing and cross that chasm because most people won't do that part. That's a big separator. And then of the people who do cross and start, most of those people will quit in the first fucking year. So if you could stick it out for a year, bro, you've eliminated most of your competition. So it's not, it's not that difficult to get ahead. It's just they tell you it is so you don't fucking try. Uh, guys, Andy, question number two. Andy, how can someone train themselves to be and become more detail-oriented? Uh, I find myself being so, quote-unquote, 10,000-foot view uh, or having that mentality, and a lot of times I miss the small details that I know and hear are matter the most. So how how can someone train themselves to become more detail oriented and and more right now in your face? I guess more present. Well, I think training yourself to be detail oriented is and is something that you should look at as an exercise for your discipline muscle. Okay, so. For example, and I talk about this quite often, I'll pick up trash or I'll pick up specks of paper or I'll, I'll, I'll make sure when I walk past the barbershop that both the chairs are perfectly aligned. Um, the, I'll, I, if I see a little mark on the wall, I'll fucking wipe it off. Like all of these things people can do here. Like I don't have to do them. If I see a trash can full, I'll take it the fuck out. So th- what I'm doing there is not some obsessive, compulsive, crazy shit. And it's not like trying to set a super high example for everybody to follow. I don't, I behave this way even when no one's around because I see it as an exercise for me to improve. And when I went from being someone who was very much so non-detail oriented and very much lazy and fucking fat and all the fucking bullshit uh, to someone who has their life in order, I did this by practicing being detail oriented in that way. So like whenever you see something that needs to be done, whether it be picking up a piece of paper or emptying a trash can or whatever, that, that it's a small detail. Like when I walk by the barbershop, 
what I'm talking about is both chairs swivel. I want both chairs aligned perfectly parallel so that it doesn't look fucking off. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I'll go in and I'll straighten it. And like, dude, you know, nobody really sees me do that, but I do it because I know I'm making an investment in my ability to recognize the details and execute on being detail oriented, which flows over into every other aspect of my life. So you have to start looking at becoming detail oriented, um, sort of as a training exercise that you run all the time, and then allow that to sort of infiltrate who you are and it will flow into everything else. The only way that you could become detail oriented is by practicing things that require detail orientation. The only way that you could become patient is by practicing things that require patience. The only way to become disciplined is by doing things that require discipline. So anything that you're lacking, you need to look at that and say, okay, well, how can I practice that? How can I, how can I do that? Where can I get reps to fix that? And when it comes to being detail-oriented, we have opportunities around all the time because most people are fucking lazy fucks and they leave their messes around and their shit around and all their bullshit around for everybody else to clean up. And you say, well, fuck that. I'm not cleaning it up. Well, that's fine. That's fine. But don't get pissed off when you're not detail-oriented because you're passing up all these opportunities every single day to actually build that skill. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, what do you say to the people? Because, I mean, I know there's people out there that, like, bro, if they walk through this building and they see that that type of behavior, they're like, damn, that's OCD. Right? Like, Like, what's the point of that? It's not OCD. It's making an investment in my fucking own discipline. Mm. Like, dude, when I... I walked out in the gym the other day. There was some guests here, about 30 of them, mm-hmm. and the weights were all fucked up. And I went over there, and I called them all together, and I said, hey, look, motherfuckers, I know you guys are here, and I know that you fucking are excited to be here, but we have a fucking standard here, and the standard is this. And I explained the standard. They all got it. They did their shit. The gym looked perfect, mm. okay? I just gave them a gift and awareness of to how detail-oriented they aren't. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and that is the big picture, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So we have to, you know, look for opportunities to practice discipline and detail orientation. Discipline and detail orientation are the same fucking thing. Hmm. Okay. The reason you're not detail oriented is because you're not disciplined to it. All right. And the way you can practice discipline is by doing things that are inconvenient that'll force you to be detail oriented. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So these two things are like very parallel uh, in nature, and Hmm. so. When you could practice being detail oriented, when when you have all kinds of opportunity around you, you could put put your chair uh, at your desk the right way. You know, have your car in order, have your fucking house in order. Like th- there's there's ways to practice this all the time. And what the cool thing is is that when you practice these things, your life is much m- more pleasant. Mm. So, you know, basically stop being a lazy fuck uh, and start fucking looking for the details that you need to fucking correct and correct them. And over time. You will become detail oriented in more areas of your life over and over, you know, the more you exercise it. Yeah, that's real. Dude, I, re- I remember when we first, uh, when, when I first got with you and we were doing a cardio walk over uh, in Grant Park, Green Park, and uh, we were walking down the street and there was this fucking screw there. And you had picked it up and, you yeah. know, tossed it to the side. I'm like, and then my mom, I'm like, okay, all right. And I, after a couple of times of seeing you do that, I'm like, why? Yeah. And you said, because, bro, I don't want that shit going to my tire. Yeah. So there's like a karmic response too, Absolutely. Right? Like, well, yeah, yeah. Also, there is a karmic response to that. Yeah. Like I, I try to fuck. Like if I see something that that is gonna fuck with somebody else's day, I try to fucking save their fucking day. Right. I take the fucking screw out of the road. It ain't that hard. I throw it in the fucking grass. Okay. Um, that's simple shit. But like that 
play like operating with that belief system that if I do good things, good things come to me. And then also understanding that even if they don't, I just, I just increase my ability to see details and be disciplined about it. Yeah. How the fuck do I lose? Right. What do I lose? Why do I lose half a fucking second spending over to pick it up? Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh, you're not willing to lose half a fucking second to get better? Well, then you ain't going to get better. Guys are third. I'm, I'm sorry. Can I hit on one more thing? Because, yeah. like, dude, there's just so much that I think goes into that, man. It's even like, what about the ripple effect, bro? Like other people seeing that, you know what I'm saying? Like I know me personally, like I've had times because of like the, the standards that you set, they rub off on me, right? And now I'm setting standards and when I see my family or my friends and I'm starting to do shit certain ways. And they're like, why are you doing that? That's weird. Yeah, but then it turns into now they're doing the exact same shit, yeah. right? Like, I mean, there's just so many benefits from that. I just don't want, I didn't want people to miss that part. Man. That That's the whole concept of personal excellence being the ultimate rebellion, bro. If you live the fucking high level of excellence and try to live a high standard life, other people are too. And when we get other people doing it, then other people they know do it. And that creates a ripple effect across society that creates a situation where we aren't all dependent, sick, lazy, unhealthy, undereducated, uh, unaware fucking peasants. And we can actually up our standards and create a situation where these people's tricks and plays and fucking bullshit that they run on society doesn't work anymore because we're too fucking smart for it we're independently capable of providing for ourselves uh we're working in unison as a people not as black people white people asian people this people that people mm -hmm. like dude when when all that shit comes together these fuckers can't fuck with us no and, and you know that's that's the whole point of my messaging that it's been this way for the last however many years yeah. if we get better and we fucking raise our standards, other people raise their standards. When other people raise their standards, other people raise their standards. And so like, dude, you know, pe people want to shit on that. Like every, anytime I talk about that, right, there's always an element of pushback. Oh, all of these words and no action, blah, blah, blah. Motherfucker, you're the fat fuck that's sitting at home being a fucking lazy peasant who is unwilling to take care and handle your own fucking responsibilities in life. And this is why we are all where the fuck we are. So if you want to know where the problem starts, it starts in the fucking mirror. Okay. Nobody's coming along to fucking save you, bro. Not only that, your fat ass couldn't even fucking fight for your own freedom if you had to. So let's shut the fuck up about that too. And let's start becoming higher level fucking human beings so that maybe we can get the fuck out of this tyrannical bullshit that all of humanity is fucking dealing with right now. Yeah, no arguments there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, fucking fat, hot pocket juice, fucking <laughs> sucking motherfucker in the basement of his mom's fucking house talking about violent revolution, bro. You can't even fucking, you look at you. Yeah, he don't even waste You look hot like a fucking cool marshmallow, dude. <laughs> and you think you're some kind of a badass American, bro? Look in the fucking mirror. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I'm the fucking baddest dude. That's not what the fuck I'm saying, bro. I'm a business guy. I'm not a fucking Jocko. I'm not a fucking Goggins. I work hard and keep these high levels so I can be good in business. I'm not out here doing hard shit just to do fucking hard shit. But I do enough hard shit that keeps me at my standard very fucking high. And that's what we should all strive to. It's not about being an ultra marathoner like fucking Chad Wright. Mm -hmm. It's not about running, you know, all day like fucking Goggins does all day. Yeah, all day. That, dude, if that's your thing, that's your thing. I get it. Uh, and that's, these guys are amazing, by the way. I'm not taking anything away from them. But I'm just saying, we all have a higher level 
that is high enough to inspire others, bro. And I like to think that I live to that fucking level. Yeah. And I at least try to. I try my best. And um, these things that we're talking about are the things that make a difference. You know, it's it's those people who talk that shit about, oh, all this words and no action and blah, 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 blah. Bro, you haven't done shit in fucking three years. And before that three years, you weren't doing shit. Okay? And you got motherfuckers out here trying to show you the light, to show you the way, and you're so fucking hard work averse, you can't even admit to the fact that you're part of the fucking problem. So I, you know, like, fuck, dude. It is what it is. You can't save everybody, bro. You can't fucking, you can lead the, the horses to water, but you can't force them to fucking drink. Yeah. But I will say this. If you ain't going to drink and you ain't going to make yourself better, shut the fuck up. Thanks. Well, guys, Andy, our third and final question. Andy, question number three. Andy, what is your exit plan? I know you're in the business. To die? I will die one day. That will be my exit plan. <laughs> what is, is why don't you worry about, before you even ask the question, why don't this person worry about building something before they worry about fucking exiting it? That's the context. Yeah, right? I know. Because yeah. everybody wants to fucking exit. And everybody wants a fucking $100 million payday. And everybody wants $50 million. And everybody wants, everybody wants, everybody wants. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to fucking die. Okay. It's a fucking, it's a stupid ass fucking question to even think about. I don't know. I fucking have a heart attack tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. I don't know. My exit strategy is I don't fucking know. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to show up every day. I'm going to fucking put all the inputs in that I can to be the best. And wherever the fuck that takes me is where the fuck it takes me. I don't worry about exiting, bro. I like what I do. I enjoy what I do. I get to come here to fucking first form every single fucking day and help people get better. I get to help these employees get better. They get to help all these people change their fucking lives. I get to do this fucking show that helps people get better. What the fuck am I going to exit from? So I can sit around with a fuck a couple extra dollars, bro. I got everything I want. Every fucking thing I want, I have. Like, bro, I don't show you guys my life because there's so much fucking bullshit out there. And I'm going to on my new platform when I start doing the MSCEO project. But I don't show you guys the shit because a lot of you guys just don't appreciate it. You fucking say dumbass shit every single time I fucking say, show you anything. You got something to say about it, you know? But like, I live a fucking awesome life. There's nothing that I would like to exit from at this point in time. Yeah. Is there more to the question? No, that, that's it. That's it. Dude, you guys fucking worry about they money. Put too much stress on that part. Bro, yeah. yes. Like, you're not even good at what you do yet. You're not even good. At, you haven't mastered the fucking play. You don't know what the fuck you're even capable of. And you're talking about wanting to exit. I want to exit. I want to exit. I want to exit. Like, bro, starting a business for the purpose of exiting it is a is a 99.99999% of the time going to get you kicked in the fucking balls over and over and over again. Okay. Businesses that exit that make money are good at what the fuck they do. That means they're successful. That means they're so successful that they're attracting the attention of people with a lot more fucking money than you to say, we got to have that. Okay. Like your idea of creating this business to, uh, you know, trick some fucking company into buying it so you could sit on the fucking beach, bro. Yeah. There's too much competition for that. It's not going to fucking work. I get asked this question all the time. And the reason I'm answering it and the reason I, I'm a little fucking annoyed by it is because I feel like that's the fucking thing that everybody focuses on. Well, the reason that you focus on it so hard 
is because you don't actually fucking know how to build a company that you enjoy operating. You don't know how to solve people's problems that you find fulfillment in. Okay. I would, I would suggest you start there because dude, you're going to get, if you built that and you could go to work every day, like you don't fuck it, like it doesn't feel like work and you fucking enjoy it. You wouldn't be so worried about exiting it. You know what I'm saying? I could sell this shit and walk the fuck away and be fucking done for fucking ever, forever. I fucking like what I do. I have to turn down exit plans all the fucking time. Do you think too there's a part of that too, bro, where like people, people's understanding and comprehension of of how much money, like like they can't comprehend how much money's enough to actually live a life they're they're happy with, where they don't have any needs or no. Most people don't put any planning into their into their success route at all. They they plan more for the fucking weekend trip they're gonna go on. Than they do where they're going to be in 5, 10, 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't ever do the simple math. Like, okay, well, this is the lifestyle I'd like to live. It's going to cost me this much money per year. I'm going to live probably this many more years. So I need this much fucking money. And then I account for inflation and I account for the reduction of the value of my purchasing power, which means if inflation rate is X percent, I have to have X percent more money at this, at the top line to get through. Like, nope. Not a single motherfucker listening has fucking done that. Yeah, we okay. were just talking about this the other okay, day. Okay, now yeah. maybe a, a couple have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so for you fucking guys that are going to fucking email Andy, me. I, was, I did it. <laughs> maybe a couple fucking did it. But the point is, is that most people don't fucking do it. Yeah. And they will agonize over what they're going to do this fucking weekend or this trip they're going to go on or this fucking van they're going to ride around in or whatever the fuck it is that's on their mind more than they will all of that. Okay. And that shit matters. Yeah. Oh, money doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, come tell me how much money doesn't matter when you don't fucking have any. So, you know, it's, you know, and love is love. Bro, come on, man. (laughs) That's fucking real, though, man. I know. That's real shit. But like the thing is, is like, I, I just get frustrated with some of these people because, you know, they worry so much about shit that's so fucking far away for them that they don't focus on what needs to happen. Like that question probably came from someone. Read the question. What is, what, what is your exit plan? I know you're in the business every day. Culture and vision are more important than the money. So how do you plan on exiting and what are you doing to ensure the vision won't change? I plan on exiting when I fucking die. Okay. That question comes from the same person who asked the first question most likely or mm. someone like it who's a success zombie, who hasn't actually jumped in and built shit. When you're building something you're passionate about, when you enjoy what you do and you enjoy the people that you get to do it with, um, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced the people here at First Form, but you should because they're about the fucking baddest ass motherfuckers on on, on the face of the fucking earth. And I get to come in here every day and work with them, coach them, learn with them. Fuck, bro. Yeah. Where can you buy that? Why would you want to go? Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I can't say that I would never fucking want to do something else. I don't know what the future is going to hold. But while I'm here, while I'm fucking here, I'm going to come in every single day and execute to the best of my fucking abilities, knowing that the only way to truly win is to stack daily wins on top of each other. I don't necessarily agonize over where I'm going to end up because I know that if I continue to win the day, I'm going to end up in a great spot. I put faith in there. I put faith in that process because it's real. If you really logically break it down as a critical thinker, how can you fucking lose if you win every single day? 
How can you not get where you want to go if you win every single fucking day? It's impossible. It's the only way to win that I know is actually a guarantee for you to fucking win. And I actually give you the process, the exact process for fucking free. Okay. It's episode number 16 in this right here, real AF feed. It's not on video. It's not on YouTube. It's on audio. We just started YouTube fucking month ago. Okay. Go back and listen to it. It gives you the exact fucking process that I use and I give it to you for fucking free. And it will allow you to understand how if you win day by day by day by day by day, that winning isn't something that you strive for. It becomes who the fuck you are. Like everything you do will be a win because you're winning every single day and you'll mystify all your fucking friends. All your friends will be like, fuck, dude, everything this dude does is win. Mm -hmm. Well, no shit, bro, because I come in every single day and I execute all the shit that needs to happen for me to win. There's no fucking magic to it. It just looks magical from the outside. This is very logical. Day one, win. Day two, win. Day three, win. Day four, win. Day five, win. Day six, oh, I spent some time with the family. We went to the bar and we had some drinks and shit. And we, we, okay, so I didn't win day six. Day seven, win. Okay, even if you operate at that level where you win six out of seven days, okay, let's do the math here. You're winning at 85% of the time. So if you did that your fucking entire life over the course of the next, let's just say 20 years, and you won 85% of the time, that is about 90% more than any of your fucking friends will win. Maybe even more than that. Maybe 99% more. Like that's how powerful it is. It's a fucking massive deal. So stop looking at this as magic. Like, oh, one day I'm going to fucking be this. Start breaking down what it is you want to become, executing it on, on it just with the method I give you, episode 16. Go fucking listen to it. Go apply it. If you operate on that fucking system, you cannot fucking lose. Will you have days that you lose? Yes. Will you have days that you choose to lose because you want to do other shit? Yes. But you'll be able to clearly see how effective you actually are in real, real time, in real life. You'll have a fucking record of it right in front of your fucking face. And don't fuck with the system and think you're fucking smarter than it because you're not, okay? Now, when you go out and you grow and you do a lot of shit more than me and you fucking far surpass everything I've done, I'll listen to you, okay? But for right now, that's the system. And if you listen to it, you won't fucking lose. Love it. Well, guys, Andy, that was three. Pay the fee. Yeah, don't be a hoe. Share the show. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Dust a no. Headshot, case closed. Close.